Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Ladies, what's going on? I hope you're having the best day coming at you live um, with our new podcast episode. So welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Uh, Today we're talking about, I feel like everything has to be perfect all the time, okay? So ladies, if you are currently watching the live stream, make sure that you drop some fire down below. Hashtag I'm here. I want to see who's watching the live stream. Um, If you guys are looking for the podcast, you can find it on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, um, or you can watch it live on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook. Okay. So getting started onto the podcast, guys, the first thing that we're talking about is like, I feel like everything has to be perfect all the time in order to see results. So now we're talking about this in regards to fitness, but this really goes for like pretty much anything, like whether that's your health, your wealth, your relationships, your personal goals, this really goes with everything because it's all going to matter when it comes to like, fitting everything in, right? Like when everything has to be a certain way, when you have expectations for something like at every level, it gets very overwhelming because there's not really much that you can do in order to make time or make that like make things fit because everything is happening always. So if you ladies are right now basically doing everything all the time, you're like working, you have kids, maybe you are, you know, trying to do the dishes and do the laundry and get a workout in and meal prep and like all this stuff and you just feel burnt out and you're just absolutely tired. This podcast is for you. Okay, I'm going to teach you how to actually manage the overwhelm so you can fit a workout in, you can fit your meal prep in, you actually feel better, have more energy so that you could actually hit that next level. And just overall, just not feel like shit every day. Like, let's be real here. It kind of sucks. So the first thing that we need to understand is that when we have um, a certain amount of time, you know, everybody has the same 24 hours in a day It's bullshit. Okay. It's, it's not, it's not accurate at all, especially when you're like looking after like little humans and things like that. It's just, yes, there's 24 hours, but priorities are definitely spread out totally different. And so first off, it's understanding that like, if you are comparing yourself to the person that doesn't have kids or the person that isn't working full time or whatever, everyone has different circumstances. Now you're going to have your own challenges and so are they, but it's important to look at your own lane. Stop comparing to other people, focus on what you can focus on and order to actually see the results that you want to see. Okay. It's really awesome that that person lost 40 pounds. However, that doesn't help you lose 40 pounds. And the cool part is, is that like, just because they did it means that you can also do it. Right. So when you start looking at other people and you're like, well, if she can do it, then so can I, instead of like, she can do it. Why can't I, you're going to find that you get a lot further. So when everything has to be perfect all the time, and we have this perfectionist mindset, the first thing that you need to do is you need to let go of the fact that everything needs to be perfect. And I know that sounds like you're gonna be like, Oh, God, this again, but I'm going to explain why right now, everything has to be done by you at 100% in order for you to feel great about it. You like, you know, the dishes have to be done a certain way. Dinner has to be made a certain way. Maybe like, you know, your baby needs formula at this time instead of food, all these kind of things. And you're the one that's doing everything. The problem with that is, is that as soon as you have anything else that you need to do, 
No one else can do it just like you, quote unquote, because you haven't allowed them the chance to do it. So of course they have no idea what's going on. They have no idea where like these soccer uniforms are. They have no idea where the car keys are. They have no idea where the ketchup is. Y'all, if y'all have any boyfriends or husbands that, you know, just can't seem to find things when they look for them, this is for you. That's a funny one. But the problem with this is, is that as soon as anyone tries, you're also upset with them because it's not done at 100% or how you would do it. And the thing is, is like something that you have to start getting comfortable with is that 70 to 80% done by someone else is better than 100% done by you. You don't have to be the one doing the laundry all the time. You don't have to be the one cooking all the time. You don't have to be the one mowing the lawn. Um, If there's things that you enjoy, like if you enjoy doing the dishes a few times a week, if you enjoy doing some uh, laundry, or if you enjoy cutting the lawn or gardening or whatever, then like make a list. So like make a list of things you have to do, like things that only you can do, right? Like if you have a new baby and you're breastfeeding, chances are you're probably the only one that can do that right now. So that's going to be something that you do. Okay. Only things that you can do that you have to do every day. Uh, Maybe like your husband works a certain amount of time or your boyfriend, whatever. So maybe you're driving a certain, um, you know, kid to a certain sport at a certain time. You're the only one that can do that. Kid can't drive himself. I get that, right? So that's stuff that you have to do. Obviously, you have to go to work. You have to make your food, all these kind of things. Then you do the list of things you like to do, okay? The things that you like to do. Um, So this could be gardening, maybe. This is like hanging out with your kids on maybe the weekend. This is going to, maybe there's like certain things coming up or things that you like to do, like sports or recreation stuff, whatever the case might be. Also like household chores that have to get done each week, but things that you like to do. Then you're going to have a list of things that you have to do or like have to get done, but you don't like to do. And those are the things that you're going to try and delegate. So whether that's to your kids, whether that's to your husband, things like that, but you have to be okay with it being 70 to 80% done, not a hundred percent done, which is very, very frustrating for a lot of you ladies, but we're going to talk about that mindset today. Okay. So the reason why this is important is because, because you will not let go of that hundred percent of control, you are basically like losing out on so many hours per week. If you're always the one that has to cook, or you're always like just jumping to do things, you're like, Oh, like, you know, something has to get done. So I go do it. Ever notice how you always feel more resentful at the end of the day. And it's because it's not because that person hasn't done it. It's because you know that they could have done it, but you didn't instead. And so it crossed a boundary with yourself. And because of that, you now have resentment because now you can't go get a workout in or you can't go get meal prep done because you just like basically just said, whatever, I'll do everything. But you thought that, oh yeah, like they would appreciate it. They would be like, oh my God, like, I love you so much. Thank you so much for doing that. You're amazing. But you don't get that, right? You don't get that because eventually people get comfortable with the fact that you do everything. And so when that happens, you then don't really get any of that validation that you're looking for anyways. So now you're tired, stressed out, burnt out. You're doing everything. No one else feels like they need to step up and do anything because you always do it. And now you don't get to do your shit either. And so now you're like not at the fitness level that you want. You don't have the the other goals like that you want to hit done. You don't really have any personal time for yourself. You're burnt out. You're angry all the time. And like everything else starts to go down. Your finances go down. Um, Not always. Sometimes I find with overachievers that actually goes up because they focus really heavily on that. So it just depends. Uh, But relationships suffer. Um, then you have your personal goals that tend to fall to the side. You're always tired. Like there's a lot of shit that goes on, right? And so your need for everything to be perfect is actually holding you back. Like I used to do the same thing. Everything had to be perfect. Everything had to be spotless. But then I got a dog, for example. And like, guess what? No matter how clean I make the house, Spike fucking wrecks it, right? Like he wrecks it all the time because he walks in, he's got a whole bunch of hair. 
he's a German shepherd Husky and his paws are always muddy. Even when I clean them, cause he's got so much hair. And every time he walks in after a rings or like, honestly ever, the whole house gets covered in his little paws. No matter how amazing I wipe his paws, they always get covered. Is it realistic for me to be like, there's never going to be a paw print in our house ever again? No. Does it drive me absolutely mental? Yes. Is there a certain point where I can't handle it anymore? hundred percent. Right. But on a day-to-day basis, I have to be okay with it because to a certain standard, it's not going to be the same before I had a dog. Same thing with um, dishes. By the end of the night, like honestly, dishes just drive me nuts. We don't have a dishwasher and it makes me so angry in the morning when I wake up. Um, and like, if I wake up and like the, the washroom is a mess, say our room's a mess, I go downstairs, the living room's kind of like dirty, the kitchen's a mess. I get so overwhelmed and I'm just like over the top, like freak out, right? So we have a rule now that it's like, I was like, hey, I actually like physically, because I express like obviously like my needs I was like hey I totally get that like we don't have to do the dishes every second of every day but it needs to be done by the time we go to bed by one of us we'll just figure out which one who does it because in the morning when I get up I literally am a totally different person depending on if the sink is full of dishes it just totally overwhelms me like I'm so stressed out right and so when that happens you need to understand what those things do to you in terms of like how do you feel what does it do like what kind of influence you have around those things like are you able to do it yourself or is it someone else that can do it as well Um, those things have to get done otherwise it's super super stressful and you're always doing everything and then you're not able to do anything that you want to do which is not fair at by any means right and the same thing works with like your spouse or it works with like if you guys have kids things like that you can also do it where it's like okay cool I totally get that like you want to go to the gym. I get that you want to go with your friends or I get that you want to spend some time playing Xbox. However, until the dishes are done or until your bedroom is clean or until the floor is swept, like, no, you don't get to go do that. And that's also going to teach discipline. And like, it's just, it's something that you have to do in a household. Like those are called chores, right? And so like, why are you doing all the chores when there are other people in the house that are using the same things and like are doing are doing like the exact same thing that you they're totally capable of doing it right and so like I think this like really matters because a lot of women get really stressed out over like household chores and you're doing laundry like every day and you're like washing the floor every day and you're doing like all these things every day and I'm like it's just because you have this like you know like perfectionist mindset but the thing is is that that's a limiting belief that's not something that you have to stick with for life that might have worked really well for you when you were like up and you know getting raised and you know you needed to be a perfectionist perfectionist because you need to get good grades so that someone would give you validation or whatever the heck might be. But like, clearly, if you're this frustrated, and you're not getting ahead in anything, it's not working anymore. It's not serving you. And it's okay to like, let go of these expectations. It's okay to let go of these like situations of like, I need to do this all the time by myself. Like you don't need to do this all by yourself. And if you're living by yourself, then yes, you need to do it all by yourself. But it doesn't have to happen every single day right? Like you can also have other things that help you like Instacart, Instacart, they can, I know it's like $10, but $10 is going to save you an hour at the grocery store. And it's going to save you like all this time because probably money too, because you're only going to buy what you actually need, right? It also saves you if you have kids from going in with two or three kids, one kid, whatever, 
and having the fight and arguing and trying to pull the thing off the shelf and doing all this shit. Like there's also a mental, like just because you can do something doesn't mean you should, right? So for example, like um, you can mow the lawn, yes, but it takes mental effort because you're gonna have to get up, you're gonna have to go get the lawnmower, you might play around with it for a bit, then you gotta put gas in it, then you're doing the lawn, oh, then you ran over a stuffy, then you gotta get the stuffy. If you have a dog, you gotta pick up poop, all this kind of stuff. There's a process to everything. Same with dishes. Dishes, you have to mentally think about the fact that you have to do dishes, then you have to do this, then you have to do this, then you have to do this. Even as simple as like literally planning out your clothes the night before is something that can save you so much mental bandwidth, right? Like so much mental bandwidth because in the morning you're not like, oh my God, what am I, what am I like choosing in terms of clothes? Like, do I want this or do I want this? Ever notice if you guys have ever had a uniform, how easy it is and how you don't think about it? Exactly. Because it's like, it's one less thing that you have to think about in order to go to work. It actually, um, I can't remember what study I was watching, but it actually improves people's like happiness levels because it's one less thing that you have to think about. When people hear that they get a uniform, they're like sick for the most part, unless you're like one of those people who are really creative and stuff. But even those people after a while, you're like, what else am I going to wear to work? Right. And so understanding that like, as soon as you kind of let go of this need and like, you can do it at any time, you can do it at any time that you want all in or all out mentality and perfectionism, whenever you would like to let go of it. And whenever you would like to just like be okay with 70 or 80%, like you can hit the next level. And I see people do this with their food. Also, they're like, it has to be 100% healthy. It has to be 100% like, um, you know, um, I have to like lift four or five times a week. And I have to do my cardio and I have to hit my steps exactly. And it's like, I love that for you. But like, you really don't like guys I'm not perfect by any means like by any means right like you know you all know that like if you've been watching I've had like eight weeks of health issues where like I barely could move Uh, my allergies have been crazy I've barely been able to work out but the nice thing is is that because I've been able to maintain over the last like however long other than a bit of inflammation which I'm not overly comfortable with it's like I really haven't had any like progress issues because I've already gotten to a point where like it's easier for me to maintain same with like when you're first starting though yes you have to put in a little bit more work but the thing is is like if you're at a point where you're very consistent like in terms of like um, not very consistent but like if you are even like 60 to 70 percent consistent but you can you can maintain that you're going to see more results than the person who's only doing 100 percent for four months and then falls off right and so the thing is is like really look at what do you want? And I think this is where people get confused. They're like, well, I want fat loss and I want it now. I'm like, cool, but you also want it forever. So if you want it forever, then like you need to change your approach because your mindset isn't isn't serving you and it's also not helping you, right? So it's like, yes, I, I would rather have it for forever. Like how annoying is it? I don't think this is talked about enough. I should do a, a reel on this, but how annoying is it when you lose 30 pounds and then you regain every single pound back plus more? It is super freaking frustrating. And the faster that you lose weight, it has been clinically proven that you will regain the weight like just as fast and pl- plus more. So the thing is, is like, if you already know that things are already against you that way, it's like, yeah, you could be hundred percent perfect for 16 weeks, but how does that, how is that going for you? Like, cool. You hit your goal for two weeks and then you went right back to your old habits or, or it takes you a little bit longer, but your energy goes up, your digestion improves, you sleep better. Your muscle mass goes up, which helps pretty much everything. Your weight starts to change. Your clothes start fitting better. You start to be able to eat more food. You're less scared of food. You're able to maintain these results. You're not watching the scale do this. It might stay relatively the same or drop a little bit or raise a little bit, but it relatively stays like within that range. And you literally start to see your entire body composition change with your photos. 
right? A lot of you ladies need a reverse diet, but you won't do it because you're like, it has to be perfect. And I have to see that the scale drops because otherwise I'm not good enough. Right. And it's like, otherwise, like everything that I know about myself is, isn't true. Right. And so because of that, you're going to get stuck in a hole because you're going to want to lose weight really fast and you do it and then you regain it. And then it basically proves to yourself that you are great or whatever proves yourself, whatever you believe to be true, that you can't lose weight, that nothing's going to work for you, blah, blah, blah. Right. Then you drop weight again because you joined some other crash diet. Then you gain weight again because you can't sustain it. Then all of a sudden, hey, and then all of a sudden you like join keto and keto doesn't work for you because you actually like carbs and we all know this. And so then you gain the weight again and then you're like, I'm going to cut out blah, blah, blah and do some stupid cleanse. And so then you you drop and you do some stupid cleanse. And again, then you gain the weight back because the cleanse isn't sustainable. And you keep doing this for like 30 years, right? You just keep doing it over and over and over again. Or you're like, okay, that your weight's going to stay like roughly the same, maybe go down a pound, maybe go up a pound for like three to six months. And then you don't have to worry about ever regaining the weight again. You put on a bit of muscle, your body composition is totally different where you look like you have way more muscle and your fat mass has gone down, even though your weight's the same. And then you actually do a fat loss phase where you literally reduce your calories because your calories are high enough now that you're eating like 2,000, 2,500, 3,000, depending on the person, right? And then so you actually do a fat loss phase. You end your fat loss phase around like 1,600 calories instead of 12 and you're able to maintain it. And then you build up your calories back up and you're able to actually lose fat, see more muscle gain, heal your relationship with food where you can actually eat again, you're eating enough calories that you're not like literally dying and just like feeling like shit and can't go to the bathroom and like your energy's all over the place. And yeah, and you're able to just like live while seeing this progress. Choice yours though. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't make sense. So like, again, you can fall for this like all in all out perfectionist mindset, you can keep doing that. Or you can try it a different way and actually see progress forever instead of just seeing it short term and then getting mad at yourself and being like, shit, like, again, I didn't do it. I didn't do the thing that I said I was going to do. And then having to restart again and then restart again and trying to build up that belief in yourself when over and over again, you keep showing yourself you can't do it. It's really freaking hard. It's really hard to do that. So two things to consider, right? Like there's one way it does take a little bit longer. It's not as spicy. It's not as 20 pounds down in five weeks. I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, ow, that sounds painful. Like, geez, like, unless you're like, you know, if you're like three, 400 pounds, maybe. But the thing is, is like, if you're trying to lose weight and you want to keep it off, like be forever fit, like that's what you need to do, right? It's like a lot of like pretty much every single lady that comes into our program, you're eating like 11 to 1200 calories, and then you're snacking at night, or you're eating a shit ton of food um, on the weekend, right? You've been told over and over again, you can't eat certain foods, because these stupid weight loss programs just want a before and after photo, because that's what sells more programs. So after 16 weeks, they use your photo regardless of your consent, which is pisses me off to be honest right and then you're like oh well for dessert I get a fruit cup which like cool you're 35 years old like go get a piece of cake or something like do whatever you want right like no offense but if you're like 35 40 45 and you're like looking off of a meal plan and it's like dessert is a fruit cup it's what you pack in your kids lunches like I'm not eating that for dessert I think that's like it's good I guess if you like them go for it but I'm just like not my vibe right like I'll go have a brownie I'll go have something I actually want if I'm gonna go eat dessert right like that's I'm not paying you $3,000 to tell me to eat a fruit cup. Like, are you serious? It's kind of funny. We actually pay a lot of like, we pay people a lot of money to tell us to basically eat nothing and to like work our asses off. It's pretty crazy if you think about it. So the thing is, is like, there's another way of doing it, though, like I mentioned, 
which you can actually eat the foods that you like, but you have to be willing to heal your relationship with food. And you have to be willing to let go of that perfectionist mindset, because you're going to find that things aren't perfect, and that your body doesn't respond the way that you want. And this makes you really mad because you're like, well, it's not doing exactly what I want. No, because it has a lot of fluctuations. Um, You know, you have a lot of trauma, you've got a lot of shit going on. Um, You've got a lot of like, different foods that you're scared of. You've got a lot of foods that you're like, there's no way I can eat just one. So then you prove yourself right all the time. You've got digestion issues. Some of you guys haven't gone to the bathroom once to twice a day in the last like five years. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to lose a whole bunch of weight. I'm going to go to the bathroom like that. I'm like, no, not really. Right. That's not another thing that happens. A lot of you have like gluten intolerances, but you've eaten glu- uh, like bread every day for the last like three years. Right. So there's a lot of things that you have to work through. But again, when everything has to be perfect, it's really hard to work through through those things because your mindset just isn't in that spot. And so by constantly working on it or like working together, it's a lot easier for you to hit the next level because you're like, whenever you go to eat, it's not like, what do I eat? It's like, oh, how much do I eat? Right. So it's like, oh, okay, I got a burger and fries. So I'm probably going to eat my burger first. That's fats, carbs and protein. Right. Or the burgers, fats and, and protein. The bun is carbs, which is fine. I think carbs are like people are so scared of it, but it's totally fine. And then you literally have your your fries. So say you got fries, you either have some and accept that you have a double portion of carbs, which like, again, who cares? It's all good. Just stay within calories or you save them for later, right? Or you get a salad and honestly, salads are normally just as high calorie. I'm so glad that this helped, right? So it's like you get a salad and normally the salads are already like topped with a whole bunch of random shit anyways. So realistically, as long as you start with like your main portion of your meal, you're fine. But it's like, if you don't know that and you think the whole thing has to be like super healthy, just because it's super healthy, like this is where it gets tricky, right? Your perfectionist mindset like kind of fucks you over on this one. So if you're super healthy, right? You got a salad, you got a piece of chicken and you got maybe more vegetables or you got some potatoes or whatever. That could be the same amount of calories based on salts, fats, salad dressings, toppings, whatever, as your burger and fries. But because you've told yourself burgers and fries are bad for you, you've got the higher calorie option because it's more nutrient dense. Now, health wise, yes, you're right. The maybe salad with chicken and and mashed potatoes, whatever, and vegetables, it's definitely going to be healthier for you. But is your goal health or fat loss? And if it's both, then you still need to look at the portions when you get the chicken with mashed potatoes and vegetables. You still have to look at the portions. It doesn't matter. So realistically, like you could get the burger and fries and enjoy it and whatever, or you can get the other one that might be even higher calories than the burger and fries. You still have to look at your portions. Like if you're eating a full avocado every day and you're like, why are my calories always over? Avocados are actually high in calories. Right. So if you're trying to lose fat, yes, eating a whole avocado is great for your health, but it's not necessarily great for fat loss. So this is where like you've really like kind of twisted these things and you're probably like, oh, my God, Sam, now I don't know what to eat, which I get. But I'm just saying the portions of things are way more important than what you're actually eating. And then obviously, like, yes, nutrients matter. I don't want to say that they don't like, yes, eating a salad is going to give you more nutrients than eating fries. I don't think you need to hear that. I think you already know that. But it's like when you eat the fries, that guilt that you're feeling It doesn't, but then like you eat a whole like bucket of nuts and you're like, I'm like, I don't know who does that, but you know what I mean? Like a whole pack of them. And you're like, oh, like I'm so healthy. But like, realistically, you just consume like 500 calories. But if you did that with fries, you'd be upset about it, right? Like it doesn't make sense. And so like, once we start to get some more clarity on like nutrient dense foods and enjoying them, but then also having it where like, we're figuring out our portions so that we're actually able to see our fat loss progress as well. It's a lot easier for you to see results because you know, like, 
you just have like guidelines. You don't have like, I need to eat this. It's like you have guidelines, but you can't do that when you have that perfectionist mindset because everything has to be the way that you see it. Your blinders are on, which is great, but it's flawed, right? So once you open those up, you're like, oh, I can eat all of this. You're like, yes, but you're like, boom, this is all I can eat. I'm like, no, this is what you can eat, but this is all you see. And that's the difference. So if you guys were watching, basically I just had, you know, I guess are listening later on in the podcast, basically like blinders on, but then you kind of open it up like an umbrella. And there's all these different foods that you can eat. And the world's a wonderful place filled with ice cream and treats and different things as well as like healthier foods that are delicious and all that kind of stuff. But you have to be willing to do both. So I hope you ladies have the best day ever. Hope this gave you a little bit of an eye opening. Um, If anything, you know, hit or anything really like opened your eyes on anything, make sure that you screenshot and share to your story tag Samantha Mills Fit. And I hope you have the best freaking day. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.